All right, my friends. All right. All right. Here we go. This is it. The Tuesday version of our thing, this thing of ours, as America lapses into neo-fascism. It's a concept that I think needs to be explained in greater detail, which I shall. I have a lot to discuss today. What is seditious conspiracy? We're going to talk about the cryptocracy, the usual and the not-so-usual, and how we are, in many respects, I guess we're losing. (laughs) We're losing for reasons that I shan't... Well, we'll go through this. So I want to say, first of all, welcome everybody. Kevin is there, is Faye Page, is Andy. Pete's there, Carol, Nikki, Johnny Masick, everybody. The usual suspects. Welcome, one and all. Pull up a seat. Relax. Now let's get ready to dive into some stuff. Some very, very serious things. And I've got news for you. Believe it or not. Things are looking horribly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, uh, I guess people people sometimes say, you know, you're you're not being you're not being positive. There's nothing to be positive about. You know what's so I, I, I keep thinking about this. And, and and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, my God. Gas, food, every wait, wait until you haven't seen things yet. You haven't even seen supply chain problems. Do you think that's gone away? Do you think that's over? Do you know what has happened by virtue of of this ridiculous, well, that's our version of this, this Russian-Ukrainian military operation. Everything is going crazy. You don't want to be around a food, a food problem. And that's why I want to start off right off the bat by talking about our sponsor today, the great folks at My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithlionel.com. It's that simple. I mean, this is going to be something. I don't, I don't even have to t- tell you. If you, this is one thing you you will know and you do know, this is happening. Long term emergency food storage. Years ago, they used to say, "Oh, what are you a prepper? These preppers are." What are you talking about? People haven't even thought about. Well, I got some cans of stuff. I guess maybe. You, you think the store is always going to be open? What about forget? You know, I'm not talking about the black helicopters per se, though I wouldn't rule that out necessarily, or any type of other conflagration or breakdown of society. But what about just something that just plain old hurricanes and destructions and floods or just problems? I don't understand why anybody would even want to to risk it. So my Patriot Supply, but specifically go to preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. Have you done this? Have you done this? Look. Look what you've got. Preparewithlionel.com for long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. America's largest preparedness company with millions of satisfied customers. Their food lasts, I love this, up to 25 years in storage. Put them there and that's it. And you're done. When you need it, if you need it, it'll be there. And if you act quickly right now, you can save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. 
And these kits include breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day, which you are going to be so thankful you acted on now. You won't go hungry. You won't starve when you need emergency food. So go to preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com, and save $150 right now on your three-month food kit. That's preparewithlionel.com. Get your family's emergency food while there's time, okay? Now, many of us, speaking of catastrophes, need to be reminded of uh, some things that I want to bring to your attention. And the first is what it means regarding J6, January 6th. Is it trespassing? Now, most of you, I would imagine, are saying to yourself, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. What they did, come on, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's no big deal, right? It's not sedition. It's not insurrection. Come on. Think about it. Now, I've told you this repeatedly. And I will say this again to you, whether you like this or not. Have you read the statute? Have you looked at the statute? Have you seen what we are talking about here? What is sedition? What does it mean? Let me ask you right now. What does it mean to you? What does insurrection mean? What does that mean? imply? What does it connote? What does it involve? Now here's what you should be saying, which I know you're not, but you're not saying, and you should. You should be saying, it doesn't matter what I think it is. It doesn't matter what I think it is or isn't. It's not subject to kind of a collective, you know, like a societal, euphemistic collective idea. What does the statute say? What are these people being charged with? Could Trump be charged with sedition? Seditious conspiracy? Could he? How many times have you thought that one? Now remember, when somebody says, could he be charged? You could say, yes. Could he be convicted is a different story. But being charged is going to be a very kind of a difficult thing and certain things that you might want to consider. But this group of people this group does not care anything about anything involving precedent or making other uh, presidents in any way liable for something like this. So whatever you normally think, throw it away. This group can do whatever it wants. And it does whatever it wants. But I've got news for you. Look at the statute. Read what it is. Whatever, whenever you're charged with anything, if you get a speeding statute, a speeding uh, ticket, go online and look and see specifically what you're charged with. How is it worded? What words do they use? Carelessly? Recklessly? Openly? Wantonly? Deliberately? Intentionally? You might have something which is right there, which is a beautiful... Uh, defense 
And there are people who I know who simply go, ah, that's crap. And by the way, it works the other way too. They think, ah, Trump is, he was involved in this seditious. Well, what does that mean? I don't know what it means. Well, I think it's important for us to look at what this means. Now listen to this carefully. 18 U.S.C., United States Code. Title 18 are all the criminal statutes. Title 18, U.S. Code, 2384. Seditious conspiracy. Let's look at it, shall we? Let's find out what these people perhaps could be charged with. And follow along, everybody. If two or more persons... Let me stop right there. He's stopping right there? I'm stopping right there. What if the two people involved is a bad guy and the other one is a cop? Can you conspire with a cop? Let's say somebody who's undercover, somebody who was in no way posing any kind of threat, somebody who would not be a part of any of this stuff, somebody who would who's just pretending to be a part of this. Can you conspire with a cop? So just think about this. Because sometimes they have that Epps character and others, these undercover, you know what I mean, the, these folks. And, and they're the subject of the conspiracy. So right off the bat, know how to read these statutes carefully. And whenever you see a word, stop. If you don't know what it means, let me go back. If two or more persons in any state or territory or in any place subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. Okay. So no, no foreign places. Okay. Conspire. If two or more persons conspire, don't forget conspire, the Latin, to breathe with. Conspire is the unlawful confederation of two or more persons. It's the agreement. Just the agreement. Just talk about, hey, let's do this. Let's go in and let's destroy the government. Okay. That's a conspiracy. That's it. We haven't done anything. doesn't matter. So if two or more persons conspire to overthrow, put down, what does that mean? I don't know, but I can do some research and find out what does that mean, put down. So conspire to overthrow, put down, or to destroy by force. To destroy the government of the United States. Wait, 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 wait. How do I destroy? Please show me how do I, let's say you and me, right? Let's think about this. This is the statute. What does this mean? Let's say that me and Belinda or Dickie Spanish, Long Stroker, Dick Hasbrook, Roland, I should say. I'm going to call you Dick, by the way, Roland. Let's say we were to sit together and say, let's conspire to destroy the government. What does that mean? How do we destroy it? What is it? <laughs> I'm going to destroy it? Joe Biden's destroying it. He's destroying it. Does that count for anything? Well, that's a kind of thing. Well, why not? What does that even mean? I don't even know. But let's let's con- let's uh, hang on. Let's con- uh, continue. So, if two or more persons conspire to overthrow, put down, or destroy the by force the United States government, or to levy war against them, okay, or to oppose by force the authority thereof. Wait a minute. What does that mean? You're at the airport. There's a one of those, uh, f- you know, those federalized sky caps. You know those those uh, TSA folks. Remember they used to call them TSA holes. It was terrible. They're they're a little bit better now, but at first they were just horrible. 
So let's say that you and I oppose the authority of the government by, I don't know, deliberately open-ended, deliberately vague, but let's continue. Or, and here is the language. This is where they're going to get it. Let me go back. If two or more persons conspire to, by force, to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law of the United States, or by force to seize, take, or possess any property of the United States. Well, that's kind of interesting. But this is it, to prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any law. Well, what they're saying right now is that when you conspire theoretically to prevent this vote, the Mike Pence vote sequence, when you stand in front and you say, we're going to prevent this, I don't want this, I think this this uh, uh, vote or whatever is unlawful or whatever you want to call this thing, and I'm going to stop this. Come on, let's go, let's go. Hey, we're going to stop, stop that vote. Stop that vote. What is that? Is that enough? Ask yourself if you're a jury. By the way, nobody's really been charged with that. So far, it's all been trespass and kind of this silly stuff. In fact, one person was acquitted. I think there might have been a couple of guilty people, but I would love to see that. Imagine taking the stand, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, where is it? Where did he, he thought he was going to stop Congress from whatever? He was arguing, he was objecting to, he was protesting the vote itself. He wasn't interfering with anything. He was just saying, hey, this is nonsense. This is BS. But that's it. And they're going to say that when Trump said, come on, Mike, do the right thing. And is that, what does that mean? Is that? The president's merely saying, no, I think you should vote against the certification of this of this election. What's wrong with that? That's why it's never going to go to a jury. Jury sits there and says, I don't think he did that. I mean, it might have been stupid. But let me tell you the problem we have. And this is something which you should always be careful of. This may come as a surprise to you. Kevin and Belinda and Sunil and Johnny and Carlos and... Uh, the whole lot is Dickie Spanish, Kevin Mitchell, Jose M. Torres, not the boxer, by the way. This may come as a surprise to you, but some of the people that follow us politically are out of their minds. I know. I know. It's hard to believe. I've met these people before. I swear to God, they get involved in this 1776 stuff, and they think that somehow they're, I don't know what they think they are, but they think that somehow they're they're Nathan Hale or Patrick Henry or something, and they wear the tricorner hats and, you know, the Gadsden flag and over my dead body and live free or die in 1776. And remember when Alex Jones went berserk? 
with Piers Morgan. 1776! I mean, stop this. These people are nuts. Not clinically crazy, not mentally ill, but nuts. Nuts with their ideas. Remember when all this stuff started? Remember when all of years ago people thought Trump Trump was this voice, this person who came from the gods, sent by God on a on a horse, golden winged horse, a Pegasus, this this and he was sent by God. I knew, knew people like that. People that you wouldn't believe actually said that stuff. They believed it. And then everybody was... I used to talk to people. I used to enjoy interviews. And then I said, ooh. <laughs> One guy, I'm not going to mention. He thought he was with the NSA. Somehow he worked for the NSA and knew all the codes and this and that and what this means and that. Don't you understand? This is intel and we're getting the intel. I'm thinking, wait a minute, hold it. What are you talking about? Okay, back up a little bit. Back up, back up. So there are these people every now and then. It's kind of harmless for the most part. But now we're talking about the Proud Boys and we're talking about this one and that one. And Peter Navarro, oh my God, what they're doing to Navarro is just not even remotely fair. Leg iron shackle. Everybody knows Eric Holder. Eric Holder was subpoenaed. He was held in contempt. Nobody arrested him. Come on. And by the way, Navarro will absolutely positively be acquitted because what he's going to claim is I'm not through some weird form of recalcitrance denying, refusing to turn over the information. I'm claiming that I have a reason for it. There's a privilege. Whatever, whatever. Okay. But let me tell you something. There are people. Seditious conspiracy? No. Who get carried away kind of like BLM does and Antifa when they destroyed property. None of them, none of them, none of them were so much as charged as a member. Oh, there were a few people here, but they were eventually, eh, charges were dropped and whatever it was. So, next point. I'm going to say this again, and I hope you don't mind me saying it, but I'm going to say it. And that's why people like, well, like this, like this platform and you, why they're so critical. And listen to me and listen very carefully. What amounts to the right wing today, the conservative faction, are the biggest waste of time ever. Ever. They just complain. And most importantly, most importantly, the the government, the the conservatives, the uh, Republicans, a waste of flesh. I cannot tell you. Now, again, what we hear is this: Hey, did you see that? 
we have a friend of ours, very, very nice. And she thinks, bless her heart, she thinks that Fox News is a branch of government. Now, God bless Fox News, number one cable outlet, but they don't have any power in the Senate and the House to actually pass laws, to subpoena people. They really don't. Surprisingly, they really don't. So our friend says, I love Mark Levin. Well, that's great. But that's like saying, I like to watch Lassie, or it's a show. It's good, but it has no power. What about your representative? What are they doing? We're represented by that. I don't know what. Jerry Nadler. Are they doing anything? No. Are people on Fox News saying, you're not going to come on this show anymore unless you tell me what you've done? Some piece of information, legislation. Have you held anyone in contempt? Have you done anything? What have you done? What is the purpose of your role? What have you done? Tell me. You're not going to come on this show unless you answer that question. You're never going to have that. Never. Because the people in Washington are pitching to be on the, to be the next trade daddy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's what they want to be. So they just want to just, you know, come on and say, am I camera ready? Am I cool? Am I great? You know, Tulsi Gabbard. Wonderful. Just theoretically, hello. I'm Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, good. I, I don't even watch this. Anymore. What, is, what are we doing here? Is anybody going to is anybody going to do anything about? Excuse me, pardon me. I have a question. I'm just I'm just a nobody here. But this is nice. And Newt Gingrich, you're not involved anymore. And Ted Cruz, what are you doing other than going to Yale and having these wonderful little tete-a-tetes with children about transgenderism or whatever? There is no Republican Party. There is no GOP. The left are great. They get the job done. Better yet, the cryptocracy, the shadow government, is doing things nobody knows. This morning, did you hear what happened? All of a sudden, Biden signing laws about the uh, solar panels. Well, we're going to do this, and we're going to use a national de- defense. What? What? You're going to do what? Oh, absolutely. At every level of our society, at every level, at every stratum of our society, and you know this. You know this. At every level, there's a destruction, a deliberate and planned and orchestrated destruction of our country, our tradition, everything. At every level, why? Let me ask you, why? I just a brand new piece which will drop that's what they call it by the way that will drop it's a little bit it's far more brutal than this because it's one of those things that uh, well it, it, um, in fact this morning I 
It says, while China produces bloodthirsty technology in the event of certain war, American military prances about in myriad pride celebrations signaling capitulation. Why is that happening? Why in the name of God is that happening? What is the purpose behind this? Why is there a systematic, obvious, destruction, elimination, dilution, and the like of everything that is considered American um, tradition? Why? Why is it? Tell me why. People are asking this all the time. What's the purpose of this? Because at every single level, let me say this again, at every single level, family, gender, military, economic, uh, societal, cultural, familial, uh, religious, uh, education, name it, name it, at every level. It's all being just destroyed. Why? Who's responsible for that? Who do you think? Tell me. Desecration? Why? Who is responsible? What's the reason for this? And don't and don't give me the yes, I am. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't give me the obvious stuff. There's a reason for this. Why is Pizza Hut all of a sudden responsible? What are they doing? What is, what's going on here? Why is the United States Marine Corps, as someone said, all of a sudden putting up rainbow bullets in stuff? What is happening here? Why are there basically examples of kids having their entire world view destroyed? By taking them to see basically half-naked men, never women, but half-naked men in this trans, whatever, the gay, uh, uh, what is this fix, what is this, what is this fixation that these folks have with cross-dressing? Who is responsible? Somebody's doing this. Somebody's doing this. I don't think you know, you know, and I know that Pizza Hut and others got together and somebody said, listen, we're going to, we're going to have to do this because we're going to get either some type of government credit or tax benefit or something. We're not going to do this and alienate our audience because nobody, let me say this again. Let me be very clear here. Nobody, but nobody in any way is for taking children and having them look at the horrors of something they don't understand, men dressed up as women with parts of their body hanging out. So who is responsible? Satan? No. No. Satan. Satan's a good one. Satan is a wonderful thing that just kind of comes along. Who is responsible? It's agenda-driven, okay. Whose agenda? Who? 
Matt Walsh is driving them crazy with his new documentary, What is a Woman? Excuse me, uh, Andy, nobody's being driven by that. Do you honestly think, and it was seriously, and God bless him, do you think that is making any difference at all? Do you? Do you think that's going to say, wow, Matt Walsh in a documentary, you know, this all stopped because Matt Walsh, get this, and with all due respect to Matt Walsh, God bless him, do you know that Matt Walsh couldn't get people to answer the question, what is a woman? Did you know that? It's in a documentary. Come on. God bless our dear friend Dinesh D'Souza. What did 2,000 mules do? Niente. Ni cojone. Nada. Nothing. Did you not know? That, did, you, did you say, you're not going to believe this. They've got people who actually pick up. Listen to what I'm saying. They pick, they got people who pick up ballots and the ballots aren't real. They'll, they'll, or, or, or they'll drop hundreds and thousands of... I didn't know this. I love that man. He's a great, he's a good friend of mine. But what does that do? Nothing. Nothing. What do you want? Nothing's going to happen. You see, we think this. It's the legislation. Let me ask you something. Did any of these geniuses, and did, did your, did your uh, buddy Ted Cruz or Josh Hawley or, or whoever, did they pass any legislation, the 2000 Mules uh, Law? No. 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 What's going to happen? Nothing. Did any of these people? No. Matt Walsh, bless his heart. Oh, here's Matt Walsh. Ooh. Matt, what, what's your district? You don't have a district? Oh, you're not elected. Oh, I see. Wow. Candace Owens. Whoa. God bless her. She makes an excellent point. What does that do? Nothing. Same thing goes for, hate to say it, Rob Reiner, Bette Midler, whoever. They don't have any power either. I mean, they pretty much reiterate this stuff. Same thing goes for MSDNC and CNN. Yeah, it's stupid what they say. It's good to watch them if you, if you like this. See, that's what we've done too. We've confused real policy argument with watching CNN. Did you hear what they said? They said that Trump should go to prison. Oh, my God. What are we wasting our time? Who cares? doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. There is nothing. There is nothing that matters like legislation. I'm not going to go into detail here because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But Mrs. L and I could tell you about some of the people we've met along the way. People who were, whose names you would recognize who were worthless. Who don't know anything. Who were in Congress for reason, put it this way, they're not in Congress. Listen to this, honey, they're not in Congress, they're incongruous. Get it? You, we could talk about this all day. Oh, did you see that? 
Whoa, I was a great boy. This one shredded. I'm saying to myself, excuse me. You're not... I would love, love... If somebody somewhere... I don't know, whoever... You pick your favorite host. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm not going to let you talk unless you tell me. What have you done regarding this? Why? Why Why are you... What are you doing? I'm just... I'm just a... I'm just a... I'm just a regular person here. I've got my friends here and we meet and we talk about this. What are you doing? Nothing. You're not doing anything about this. You see, these people, with all of their millions and millions of dollars, do you know what they want? This. Not money. This. It's my favorite joke. Years ago, somebody told me this. I don't know when I heard it. It cracked me up. I got it. Immediately, some people don't get it. I. This fellow says, you know why I do it? This. Oh, not money. This. Anyway. And there are people like me. And Matt Walsh. And let me, please, do not, do not in any way, do not in any way think I'm disputing, dismissing. God bless him. If it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for Dinesh, Nobody was saying anything. Why why isn't Josh Hawley doing this? Why do you need Matt Wolf? What are these people good for? What are they what what do they do? Let me explain to you something. You and I are a part of something which is far more we can make more have more of an impact than anything. And I've told you this, it depends on you. You there's nobody. There's. I mean, you support this. Sponsors. This is the where. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. And if you want to continue to support me, I'm telling you right now, I need your help. That's it. And if you think I'm in any way going to back down from turning to you and telling you this is not, I've got better things to do. Seriously. But after a while, I know this sounds crazy. I know this. You're not going to. Maybe you haven't done this before. But when you're at this level, it becomes a passion. When you do it commercially, you kind of go in and you sort of say, okay, I'm going to do my thing. And I'm like, oh. And people say, well, how do we do? Do you get the overnights? What do we do? How do we do that? Okay, that's fine. This is nothing but me trying to tell you that I'm st- I'm in this with you. We're on this in this boat together. I need your support. I've listed how you can donate accordingly if, if you would be so kind, and I would be honored. But here's the bottom line: no matter what anybody says, these people don't care about it at all. You can't care when you live and you are ensconced in wealth, and this, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. We're, we're not communists here, but and your sole focus is on numbers and getting renewed, that's why nobody, but nobody is going to push anything. Let me ask you a question. Would somebody please tell me, is anybody going to ever talk about geoengineering ever, ever, on any cable news platform? No. Is anybody going to ever talk about 5G do you know, do you, does anybody, does, does anybody, no. 
Well, let me go back and answer the question I asked you before. The reason for all of this is a complete and total systemic and systematic destruction of everything that is our world. So that eventually, when this new federal government's in in charge, and they can say, guess what, we have our new folks and our new individuals and our new illegals coming in, swearing fealty, swearing allegiance to the Democrats for a permanent Democratic Party. When that happens, listen to what I'm saying. Then they'll be able to say, you know what, city of Philadelphia or New Orleans or New York, you can't handle this. You've got drug addicts everywhere. They're on the street. They're out of control. Your crime is rampant. Wait a minute, but you forget what we did. You're unable to handle school, schooling. You have your absenteeism. Do you know how many people, how many kids never came back? just disappeared off the rolls. Nobody's, there's no truant officers. Nobody's going out getting these people. No. We're going to destroy everything. Your history. Statues. Uh, we're going to go after pronouns. We're going to go after sexuality. We're going to go after... We're going we're gonna to take every single aspect and turn it over. And then we're going to say to you, you know what? We're going to take care of it. Oh, thank you. And then Lori Lightfoot and Eric Adams, mayors of Chicago and New York, and others are going to say, thank you. Here you go. And it will, listen to what I'm saying. There's a two-step process in this. It will turn over to the federal government. You got it? Let them handle it. We don't have the resources. We don't have the, the means. This is beyond us. Even though we created this. This is the Hegelian dialectic in spades. Step one, we turn it over to the feds. Federalize it. Be our police. Be our health officials. Be our teachers. Be in charge of our energy program, our, our commerce, our day-to-day world. Then, then, the federal government turns around and then assigns that to a globalist organization the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, a UN, doesn't matter, World Economic Forum because Klaus Schwab is the guy right now. Forget Soros and others. doesn't really matter. It's all the same. Then they're going to declare, whenever they see fit, that there is an international health emergency about crime. They're going to declare crime a health problem, guns a health problem. So by virtue of our turning over our jurisdiction to the rest of the world and these new globalist organizations, they're going to do it and they're going to take away our Second Amendment because of the fact that it has now been supplanted and we have abnegated and surrendered our individual sovereignty. It's that part. It's, it's that simple. It's a two-step process. And the way they get you completely bamboozled is just to spin you around. You know what? You ever have those games when you put a blindfold on, you just spin people around and you just... You don't know what to do anymore. You don't know what... You don't know what to do. Baby formula, food shortages, gas shortages, crime, gay and trans 
everything. The military, the NFL. All of a sudden, where did this come from? You said gay pride. This is trans. Well, it's LGBTQ. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. There are so many folks out there. This is the best. There are so many gay people who say, I'm not trans. What is this trans thing? And the second thing is, I do not want to go through demographics, racial and otherwise. I may ask you where you're from. I don't want to ask who's black or who's African American or who is a person of non-color or color. But let me tell you the biggest one. For the longest time, for the longest time, the Democratic Party in particular, classic Democratic Party, has always believed that black folks are on board. Always. It was a given. It was a given. Remember, the way it normally works was that the, the, the Republicans were pro, or actually anti-slavery. Don't forget, the first, the first public, the Republican, um, the Republican, oh God, uh, convention in Philadelphia in 1856, I believe, there were two, they said the, the, the twin pillars of barbarism. This was their position. Polygamy, sorry about that, uh, Mormons and uh, Mitt Romney, and slavery. Slavery, the Republicans. Now understand how that works. The Republicans, the Democrats, the Dixiecrats, these were the problems. Strom Thurmond, George Wallace. What's going on here? Then all of a sudden, here comes this Bobby Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson. They go, what the hell is this all about? Whose side are you on? First of all, the Democrats, you, 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 uh, uh, Northeastern liberal, this is from the, the Democrats. Remember, remember what was happening. Who the hell are you? And even in the Democrats, you had the Scoop Jackson types who were the precursors of the neocons, which is another story. And then Lyndon Johnson, oh, the biggest sellout. Oh my God, what's going on here? What's going on? Post-Reconstruction? Richard Nixon. Strom Thurmond. Strom, come here. The Southern Strategy. Listen, it's about time you folks come over to our side. What are you talking about? You know, I'm going to be president. And the Republicans are going to be in charge of the Department of Justice. You know, we're the ones who create and who control and who affect the... Oh, what's the word? We affect the... Well, how do we say it? We go after what is and isn't prosecuted in terms of civil rights violations. You know what I'm saying, Strom? Are you working with me on this? See, if you vote for us, if you come over to our side, in our tent, you won't have a Bobby Kennedy problem. You won't have a Lyndon Johnson problem. Am I getting through? Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That's what happened. That is precisely what happened. That's right. 
Kevin Mitchell, his war on poverty. What does that mean? Strom Thurmond said, I know what that war on poverty means. I know what this civil rights means. I know what this means. And they didn't stop there. The Republicans were smart. Then they said, this is terrific. Ronald Reagan, genius, along with Donald, what's his name? The moral majority, not not Jerry Falwell. But anyway, they met with these evangelicals and they said, these, you know, these uh, liberal types, you would think liberals would be, I would imagine, would be Christian and no. Come on into our tent. And then later on, the libertarians came along. Those people who don't know what they are. Libertarians are like this Anything you want to be, you're a libertarian. I believe in freedom. Okay. I don't believe in taxes. Okay. Very good. It's like it's like a it's like a bechamel sauce. It's like a foundation, you know, it's like Okay. Come on in. Then the anti taxers, come on in. Then people like um anti government, come on in. Pro Second Amendment, come on in. Libertarians, come on in. Come on in. Plenty of room. How about the constitutionalists? Yeah, come on in. You know, the how about you crazy conspiracy folks? Come on in. Less government. Ooh, come on in. That's the Republicans. That was the Republican tent. It was beautiful. And for the longest time, that's the way it worked. And it was great. And right around the time of Rush Limbaugh, man, it was, I mean, you couldn't... And frankly, a lot of times people were saying, well, you know, I don't know why, because most of the Democrats, the Democrats were rational then. Oh, we might want to be, you know, higher taxes or that. Maybe you got a problem with that, but we're not, we're not these, what are you talking about? Come on, these lily liberals over there, this and their abortion. I'm I'm pro-choice. And the left kind of was there. In the old days, Think about this. George McGovern was considered a lunatic. George McGovern! He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a Republican, for God's sakes. He was a fighter, no, a bomber pilot, World War II. This is George McGovern? Was a lefty? Are you kidding me? Bobby Kennedy? You think John Kennedy was a lefty? He was as hardcore as you can believe, you can get. But it was a different world then. And everything was like this. And then came Trump. That was it. That was it. Whatever happened before, forget it. Bill Clinton, Jimmy Carter, George Bush, Obama, just forget it. Don't even, just that, America started again. Trump. When Trump came in, when he first announced, when he came down those stairs, right at Trump, whatever, at Fifth Avenue, right there, everything changed. They loved Trump. Loved him. They loved this guy. The left loved him. He was on every show. Every show, Howard Stern loved them. He was the, he was America. I mean, the, the Apprentice. He made that. They loved. He was the toast of New York. And then 
the shadow government, the cryptocracy, said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to infect this group of people called the Democratic Party. We're going to use, we, we're going to turn Trump into the biggest perceived a-hole and cloaca anybody has ever seen. He is going to be the beginning and the end of all that is wrong. We are going to inspire this ravenous hatred. And the word went out to all of you deadbeat social media folks who just sat back and didn't earn your keep. Now you're going to earn your keep. You will never let up on Trump ever. Do I make myself clear? You, in the regular cable news, you are never going to let up ever. You, the Hollyweird, the... No, 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 no. We don't want liberals. We don't... No, 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 no. We're, we're not into, you know, environment. Screw that. We want you to hate Donald Trump. We want people not to be able to go to... Christmas parties and have Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving dinner. We want marriages to destroy. We want there to be, this is before the election, the end of civil, the hatred, we will inspire hatred. Everywhere you go, you will despise him. Now, at the same time, the people who love him, are going to feel they're under attack and they're going to say, Donald Trump needs me. And they are going to be inspired. There's going to be this group of people that you have never seen before. They're not patriots. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. These people are just off the charts. I mean, don't. If you think Ronald Reagan was into the flags, you're going to see people. Not only that, you're going to see people who are so pro-Trump that it's going to be conspiracy and lunatics, and good Americans, and veterans, and everybody's going to love. He is going to inspire patriotism, and he's going to do something that nobody's ever done. He is going to make the rally be a rock event. The rally. People say, nobody, America doesn't go to rallies. Watch this. People will wait in and online for days just to touch the hem of his cloak. He will redo everything. Please like this. 308 likes. Please. Please. In the name of God. He was the biggest thing anybody's ever done. And they said he can't win. And he can't win. And Hillary Clinton says, watch this. It's my I sat out twice for my husband. I sat out twice for Obama. And this is my time. (laughs) Not this time, Hill. And everybody was wrong. They said you can't. The polls. And they said, don't worry about it. It's going to be. We were here that night. They had, we knew something was up when they canceled the Grucci family, the fireworks in, and at Javits Center. Remember that? This was, this, this gave us Jessica Starr. Remember her? No! Remember her? 
the famous, the first one ever. No! What was that? She was ahead of her time. She was the, the, I don't know what. The place went nuts. And they, four years of some of the best, but some of the most tumultuous, the hatred, oh my God. And the guy that they never, who never got his due was Carter Page. Carter Page could own this government when they did him, but for some reason, I don't know. They went after him. Oh my God. Anybody, General Flynn and Roger Stone. Blah, blah, blah. Not one time, not one time did Melania Trump grace the cover of any, any fashion magazine for the first time, whether you like her or not. This is a woman who actually is a, was a model, I mean, she is a fashion, nobody, what is she? Think about this. Mamie Eisenhower, okay. Lady Bird, Barbara Bush, Laura Bush, I like them. This woman was all, if she put out, if she put out a, a <laughs> let me rephrase this, if she put out a, a fashion uh, magazine spread or something, even that, that, that ridiculous, that Harrodin, uh Anna Wintour, and that collapsing Vogue, not one time. They hated him. And then, after four years of... They take the ultimate Manchurian candidate. A man who is brain dead. A man who was walking around talking about corn pop. I know where my friend corn pop. And then my that yellow blonde hair in the in the water. And I said, hey, corn pop, you know, you're bad. And he had a switchblade. It was rusty. And there's my sister. No, it's your wife. Whatever. I'm Joe Biden. And they said, okay, sure, whatever. Then they said, oh, no, 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 no. Number two, a woman that nobody liked. Kamala Harris. <laughs> this cackinating, cackling, hebephrenic, pseudo-bulber-affected lunatic. And they just said, sign it. Okay. Sign it. And we were said, you know what? Anybody but Trump. And the shadow government said, you will never know what we've done. The shadow government, the cryptocracy, is like having somebody who worked with you for years, who was your, like a, a maid, and you didn't realize how much she stole until she left. He goes, you know, that? have you seen my mother's brooch? She took it. You're not going to understand for a decade what happened during this time. Nothing. Nothing. And they're still going after Trump. Because they want you to believe that they don't want him back, but they kind of do. Because the shadow government, the cryptocracy, benefits no matter what. They're going after this January, this sixth thing, and they're going to go prime time, and they're going to nobody cares about that. But they're desperate. 
And guess who the president can count on? Us. Us. Little old us. I'm just a small potatoes. But you know what you've got and what I've got? Passion. Passion. And I got news for you. There's plenty of us. We are the perfect sample. And every one of you, every one of you is going to vote. And you're going to vote with a vim and a vigor. And it, I, 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 I don't know what can be done after you have a DOJ, an FBI, a court system. I mean, they you don't know how they rewired everything, but it's okay. We are passionate about it. And it's, it's, there, Joe Biden, let me try to explain this. People love to say something, well, who was the best quarterback? Well, you can't say, Montana, yeah, but maybe. Who was the greatest heavyweight? Well, you know, you can remember. Who was the worst? Well, the worst, I don't know who the worst is. Then we talk about, you know, James Buchanan and Franklin Pierce. Who's the worst president? Joe Biden is the worst president, not by virtue of accomplishment, not by virtue of vision, but the fact that he was mentally, emotionally, intellectually, neurologically, psychologically, mental, mental. He was mentally disconnected. Never before in our history. Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, but his wife kind of covered it, but not before he was elected. This guy was like this when he was elected. You know, elected. Oh, it was fair and square. I'm doing a lot of these right now. So they selected him, and nobody, hey, that's great. Trump is gone. It's brilliant. And nothing that we're going through now could have happened without four years of Trump. Mrs. L and I, she's, this is her theory. I think she's spot on. Is there anybody here who doubts for a moment that Hillary Clinton could have won if the shadow government wanted her to win? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they didn't. They could have fixed it easy. They didn't. They needed four years of Trump. Four years to set everybody nuts so that they would vote for a sock puppet where I could take maybe the wrong one but I could take a a, a kind of a plastic replica of a human being and they would vote for this person. They, they, it, 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 it's that simple. You have no idea the level of contamination and putrescence that our beloved republic. And by the way, to our friends around the world, it's not just us. You share our dilemma as well. All right, that is it. Please, I beg, I import you and you, I ask, beseech, please like this. Subscribe here. They say in 28 days I lost 550 subscribers. No. Come on, man. They don't like what we say. As you know, I'm demonetized. 
for reasons I don't know. I don't understand. That's why your support is so critical. And I want you to support the woman I love and a woman who is indefatigable in her own right. I want you to go to Lynn's Warriors on YouTube and subscribe to her videos and her channel right now. Okay? In the meantime, thank you for your time. Thank you for your your heart and your minds and your soul. Have a And July the 16th, thank you, at the Cutting Room, yours truly. I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand. I want to take pictures with you. I want you to be a part of something you've never seen before. All right? Have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever change. I mean that sincerely. See you tomorrow. Same bad time. Same bad channel. 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Until then, ta-ta.